morning, everybody. Happy new week. I'm super excited to be with you guys today from the Gold Coast House. And we've got one of our amazing authors, Fiona Nyan, in the Sydney lockdown at the moment uh, with her beautiful book there behind her and in her hands, Let It Roll. And today's live is called Physio on a Roll. And we're talking about movement as medicine. So thank you so much for joining me this morning, Fiona. I'm super excited to be talking to you because we've had a bit of a chat about phone rollers in the past and you know, how important it is to use them every day, right? That's exactly right. And um, given that in Sydney, where I am, we're in lockdown, um, it's really easy to sit on your bum all day and do nothing and eat because there's nothing else to do. So I guess foam rollers, they're a, a bit of a visual reminder if they're in the corner of your room or in your lounge room to maybe get up and do something and just doing some simple stretches yeah. can just make you feel better like if you've been sitting and most of us will will sit nicely to begin with and then we end up doing that bit of a slump forward with your head in front of your body yeah. um, you can hot, sit up get up lay on your roller stretch out in what I call a starfish stretch and I've got a, a photo in the book here and that's a starfish stretch ah, and it, it takes your body in the other direction. So you're stretching your neck, you're stretching your lower back, you're stretching your hip flexors and your pecs. Yeah. And people just make the best noises when they do it for the first time. And if you were sitting for an hour or so and got up and did one of those, you're actually doing so much good for your body and, you know, go back and do what you need to. Like if you're working from home, um, they just, you can do a bridge on a roller to wake up your glutes. So you can um, put it up on a wall and do a couple of squats. Uh, the uses are phenomenal. Most people think of a foam roller as something that you just massage out your muscles with. And that's um, probably why I wrote the book because you can use it in a lot of different ways to find your core. You can do um, bench presses on it. Um, your tricep exercises, squats, as I said, lots and lots of different things that you may not have thought about. Um, so, yeah. Beautiful. Well, we didn't even give you official introduction, we oh. just <laughs> but that's okay because I thought, oh, well, let's talk about it because, you know, um, I know, you know, I have mine right next to the TV. Like, so if you're watching and stuff and um, my son and my husband all like, because we'd be hanging out together and then each one of us will get up and do like 10 or 20 minutes, as you told me, that's spinal flossing. But let me give you guys an introduction of Fiona officially. So you know why she's the expert and why she's written this particular book. And then we'll get into all the nitty gritty of all the tips she's going to share with us. And I'll probably be actioning them this afternoon at this house because I have bought a foam roller for this house as well. Very similar to the ones you've got behind you. And then I've got um, one of the ones with the pointy bits, like it's yeah, got they're tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. those are tough. Yeah. All right, here we go. Fiona Nyan is a physiotherapist with over 29 years' experience working in Australia and abroad. A gifted educator, Fiona combines her first class technical knowledge and exercise prescription skills with the latest research to provide innovative and holistic exercises to her clients. She's passionate about using movement and exercise as medicine and her clients praise her ability to motivate and teach all age groups with humor and compassion. Fiona's use of the uh, use of the foam roller in her recent book that is launching internationally today on Amazon, we'll tell you about that later, Let It Roll, is imaginative and effective and clearly demonstrates the added dimension of foam roller 
while I can give to exercises. Also home gym, all rolled up in a um, convenient, accessible, uh, and it's a, a space-saving tool, <laughs> as she likes to say. So let's get into now the nitty-gritty. Um, you know, why should we be incorporating uh, a foam roller into that daily routine? And you already said a little bit about that, the fact that we'll be sitting around a lot in lockdowns and all this sort of stuff, computer work. Any other reasons? So a lot of my clients come in as a physio. I, um, I use exercise as treatment now. I do less hands-on than I used to because it's all about um, helping people manage their problem. If you've got a sore neck, you don't want to have to keep running off to your physio to get some massage and some manipulation. If you've got something at home that you can use and you know that you can fix yourself if you like, um, that's gold. It means that you don't have to panic on a Sunday morning if you wake up stiff and sore. So the roller I find, particularly for necks in um, a lot of my clients, they can lay on a roller, they can do some simple exercises like chin tucks, they can do some um, work with their arms. Uh, there's actually a section in the book that's all about exercises to do if you've got neck pain. And they can usually settle symptoms and then go about their day. So it's all about giving you um, power to manage your problems. It's, it's the same with back pain. A lot of the time it's your surface back muscles that have gone into a bit of a spasm because maybe you've moved a particular way or you've got into some bad habits. So the roller is an easy way for you to refocus. So a lot of it comes down to breathing and understanding where your core is and what it does. And the book has some simple exercises and it's got beginner, intermediate and advanced exercises. So if you're pretty good with your core, there's some stuff in there that actually will really test you and let you know whether your core is as good as you think it is. So it's got a multitude of uses, whether you're a beginner in pain or somebody who's quite advanced, it will actually cater to all those types of situations. Amazing. So what are some, like you just told us earlier about the starfish, yep. what's another couple of simple, say you wake up with a crimped neck because this happens to a lot of people, right? And um, so what, what are some things that we could do? So um, you get yourself down on the floor on your roller, okay? You'd have your arms in the air directly over your shoulders, um, reaching and squeezing with your shoulder blades. So your big neck muscles go from the base of your um, skull down onto the points of the shoulders and the middle of your back. And often they go into a spasm. So what you need to do is get your deeper muscles around your shoulder blade to start working so that the surface neck muscles can relax. So your brain kind of thinks, oh, panic, panic. I need to um, support the head with those big neck muscles and they're perfectly positioned to support your head, but they can't do it for very long. You need your deeper muscles to be doing the stability stuff. If the surfer ones are giving you so much pain though, you kind of stop breathing and you panic. And so if you can lay on the roller, think about your breathing, do some simple stuff like reaches and squeezes, you can get those deep. There is a position, is a position on your neck or on your back? So you're laying on a long ways, your yeah. head's on one end, your bottom's on the other, your knees are bent, you find your back in a neutral position and you breathe. So a lot of, a lot of stuff can be fi um, fixed by just breathing normally. A lot of people start to breathe through their upper chest, which makes everything worse. So laying on a roller, you have to 
slow down, breathe, do some simple movements. And a lot of that surface muscle spasm, particularly for necks, because your head is supported, will start to settle. So next, I've got a, quite a few clients that just, you know, if something happens, go find my roller. One's got a, one at work, she's got one at home. It's her go-to if she's in pain. And, and it becomes almost like um, uh, a tool to know that you can settle yourself down. So yeah. one client's a little bit attached to it, a little bit too attached to it. If she doesn't take it on holidays, she does a bit of a panic, um, <laughs> that type of thing. So yeah, they just, they just mean you can be in charge of yourself and not have to need somebody else to help you out all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. So it gives you, yeah, control and, yep. you know, you, you can, you, you, if you know and you read all the stuff that you've written about in your book of how to do it properly, you know, because you've got a lot of images in there showing, because that's right, when you explain it in words, it's one thing, but you don't get it as much. I was reading another book the other day and it's like, uh, okay, the words, I'm getting lost now by step five. And yep. then but if you see pictures, it's so, so, so helpful. The other um, good thing about the ebook is that a lot of the exercises that are in photos in the books also have a link back to my website. So you can actually see a video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as you said, you can read the words, see a photo, but you can actually press on the video, on the hyperlink and see a video and go, oh, that's exactly how I do it. So yeah, Amazing. so the ebook is actually even potentially more special than the, than the paperback more interactive and guys today for the next 24 hours this ebook version of fiona's book so show us your book in, on screen it's actually quite a large book it's about an a4 size um because we needed to put a lot of images but that particular book is at three dollars 99 australian and i think 2.99 in the us yeah. um for these next 24 hours and i think that's a very clever idea is to put those videos oh that was my next question you know do you have videos because that's even you know how people can follow and actually do it along uh, way and yeah and for this particular book it would be even more handier to have it in an ebook format so make sure you got it go and get it and all you need to like literally put is let it roll and probably Fiona and I and you'll be able to it'll pop up we will put links a little bit later uh on the call um so you can just directly click through um awesome so then well, let's talk a little bit about exercise in general because movement is medicine as you say um you know and it's you believe that of course especially as we age is so much more important so why is this the case and can you talk to me a little bit about that so we're kind of pre-programmed from about the age of 45 onwards to deteriorate which is really depressing <laughs> but it is what it is but you don't necessarily have to let yourself age and it's all about um exercise um is the best tool we have to try and avoid aging badly. So at the very front of my book, I've got a quote and um, it says, if exercise could be packaged in a pill, it would be the most prescribed medicine because it does so much. So um, it actually prevents about 35 chronic diseases. So we know it's great for preventing heart disease, for diabetes. We know that resistance exercise, and resistance exercise just means using body weight or using a weight or using a band, maintain strength. And after the age of 45, if you aren't doing resistance exercise, your muscles will deteriorate. We know your brain deteriorates as well. We know your bone strength deteriorates, your balance 
So doing some simple exercises every day tends to keep you on a level. It stops you from deteriorating. You've actually got to work a little bit harder to get better. So what you want to do is work hard enough to maintain what you've got and even work a bit cleverer to keep improving. So that's what I spend a lot of my time teaching clients to do this to use weights and use them at the right level. And that doesn't mean using heavy weights or having to do planks and push-ups, but a lot of people find that the planks and the push-ups aren't as hard as they think if they do them regularly enough. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. I began a very regular, I think it was about six or seven years ago. I said to myself, I wasn't an exercise person. Um, or I would go through uh, periods, you know, you exercise for four to six weeks, then you do nothing for the next six months. But about six or seven years ago, I've lost count now, I made a commitment that I would exercise four times a week, okay? And hired a personal trainer for two sessions a week and then two sessions would be on my own. And that's it. That was like I said, now I've got to stick this out for at least two to three years because I've, um, I have read uh, that to build a new neural pathway, you need to have like 1,000 times of repetition. Yeah. And I want exercise to become like brushing my teeth, right? <laughs> and, so, um, and so sitting here seven years on, I have not missed a week or four times. Um, and even like this morning, because my personal trainer is in Melbourne, when I come to this house, we just, we're, she's on, she trains me through Zoom and I've bought the equipment here. She goes, you need this and this and this and this from, for tomorrow. And yeah, we were doing like lots of weights and a lot of strength and exactly what you're saying. This is, um, you know, I think um, uh, it is very important because you can, the muscle just um, deteriorates, doesn't it, as we age? It does. It does. And I guess the most important thing is to find something that you enjoy. If you don't like exercising you've got to find something that you can't if, if it becomes a chore then that's not ideal so walking's great you might like dancing dancing's exercise yoga's exercise um you need to be doing about 150 minutes a week that's the australian guidelines which is like 30 minutes over five days. Um, and you could probably break that down. You don't have to do 30 minutes in one um, hit. You could do two 15 minute hits or three 10 minute hits. So that's kind of achievable. And yes, you need to make it a habit. So I often, I have lots of people that don't like exercising and they've got better actually. A lot of them like, like exercising on a foam roller and they kind of, to make it a habit, they couple it with something like cleaning their teeth. So. Every, most people, hopefully, clean their teeth twice a day. <laughs> um, hopefully they clean their teeth twice a day. So I say do it before you clean your teeth or do it after you clean your teeth and or put a note on your mirror. If you make a cup of tea in the morning, maybe you put a note near the kettle and, you know, you do your exercises before you have your cup of tea or you do it. So you just find some way to slot it into your day and you've got to stick with it for at least probably a month and then it becomes a habit. And exercise, generally, most people, there's an asterisk, there's always somebody that doesn't fit the, the norm. You, you feel good after your exercise. So okay. all these happy hormones are released, serotonin and endorphins if you work hard enough. And you need to be getting sometimes to that level to understand why people like exercising. So, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Monday mornings, it's always 7.30 and it's so like... 
it gets my whole week started. I don't I don't like when it when I know it's gonna happen tomorrow, but as soon as I finish my 7:30 and I'm having my shower by eight and then I do myself up for these lives, you know, then I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the work week. And I'm, you know, get all re, re excited, you know, about everything. And so I get what you're saying. So really, really important. So how do we start building a few simple exercises into our daily routine? Is it about those things you just spoke about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, finding something that you enjoy. If you've got a specific problem like a back injury or a neck issue, neck injury, um, finding those exercises that work for you and maybe um, settling your neck. So a lot of people have neck pain and neck pain is the result of probably not having enough strength in the deep muscles. So either the deep flexor muscles or the deep extensor muscles. So what you want to do first of all is settle the pain and then look at trying to improve your strength. So um, do some exercises so that you prevent further pain episodes down the path. And then once you've got some good strength, you're probably less likely to have an issue. It's, it's the same with a lower back issue. As we get older, we get a little bit lazier and we, we, we pick up some bad habits. So often you've got to settle the pain issue, but then work to try and improve particularly your core strength, which makes everything else in your day much easier. And then you've just got to do, you know, three or four times a week, probably even two to three times a week, some simple exercises that maintain that. If you don't do those, you might get away without having another back pain episode. But in general, the, the latest research shows that if you've had a back pain episode, you're probably going to have another one and another one and another one. And then if you decide to um, do something about not getting back pain, it'll take you at least six to 12 months of continual exercise to actually get to a level where you won't get that back pain happening again. So, you know, as we're, as you're going over the age of 45, they're pretty, you know, alarming statistics, I could, I, I guess, for most people. But if you commit to doing, you know, a little bit each day or every second day, you don't have to be in that group of people that is continually complaining about pain. So yeah. an exercise is the easiest way to solve it rather than going down the road to the physio or the chiro and paying for treatment for somebody else to do something to you. You're gonna keep going on that cycle if you don't kind of, you know, take some action for yourself, so. Yeah, yeah, move it or lose it, as they say. That's exactly right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely converted. <laughs> Tell me, um, one thing that happens to me when I exercise, my traps fire up. What's that? What's that um, going? That's about trying to strengthen then the muscles at your shoulder blades. So uh, your circular muscles. So the starfish would be good. <laughs> starfish is good, but you also probably need to back off with your weights and try and retrain your brain to not go to your big trap muscles as the ones that can do the exercise for you because they they're well placed to do a lot of stuff but they're not supposed to be working for a long time doing everything you want your shoulders to be the deep muscles in your shoulders your rotator cuff you want your deep neck muscles and you want those scapular muscles to be helping you do the exercise and your traps not taking over so that's a brain training thing right mm -hmm. and it means you've got to back off a little bit and make sure you're not feeling those traps come in 
because they will do the exercise if you want them to, but they'll hurt later on because they're not supposed to be doing the exercise for you all the time. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, 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 it does. And we work around those things with my personal trainer because she's got a big rehab kind of background in terms of, you know, so she's very, very aware, always asking me, you're back there, right? Like always checking in that there's no pain in places that there shouldn't be. And that, yeah, exactly. It's so important to have someone, I think, that can just look at your technique and ask you a few questions until such time that you feel like you've got the right, you know, because you can't see yourself doing it. That's right. And it's about giving just some simple cues. Like I'm yeah. a, um, a big fan of your glutes or your bottom muscles. If you've got strong glutes, you tend to not have an issue with your knee or your lower back or even your yeah. shoulders. And some simple tips means that a lot of the exercises that you might see in yoga classes or Pilates classes, if they actually gave you a few simple tips like weight bearing into your heels, you'd turn your glutes on a lot better instead of the backs of your thighs killing you. So um, the book's full of all those tips that sometimes people don't tell you. So Yes, and you don't realise. So, yeah, I was just about to ask, you know, what are the kind of things we're going to find when we're reading the book? And we talked about there's a lot of instructional videos. If you get the e-book that you can click through, um, some of the things that people, I guess, sometimes don't tell you. Is is that right? Yeah, so things like um, what you should be feeling when you're doing an exercise. So like you, you don't want to be feeling those big neck muscles. They will assist you if you need them to, but they should, you shouldn't be feeling those muscles working. Um, when you're using your core, if you're doing something like a plank, yes, you're going to feel everything working. But in general, the core should be working in the background and you shouldn't be aware of it. You want to concentrate on your breathing, your diaphragm is part of your core so if you're holding your breath you're probably going to find that you're going to turn on all those surface back muscles so um tips about weight bearing into your heels so your glutes turn on things about um, shoulder blade activation so most of all the exercises have tips they have um, suggestions for how to make it harder so some are very very basic because if you you if you're in pain, you need to start at a very basic level. But as you progress, it leads you to the harder exercises so that you can actually go from a beginner through to somebody doing quite sophisticated and quite hard exercises. But you've gone through the right process. So you know that you're not going to slip backwards and start using those surface muscles too much. Great. So then tell us a little bit about, you know, writing the book, you know, how long did it take you and all that sort of stuff? Because you and I met maybe like a year ago, I would say now. Yeah. So um, as I've been, you know, teaching clients for probably half my physio career, about 15 years, how to use exercise as therapy, um, it means that I can um, just like this change in exercise. If somebody says, oh, I can't feel this or this makes this hurt or I've got this problem, um, we're able, because we deal with exercise all the time, we can change and adjust exercises. And so people would say, oh, you need to write a book because you know I can draw a little stick figure or I can tell them how to do something and they go home and, and stick figure meant nothing to them or they couldn't remember. And they said, you need to write a book. And so this was probably 
four or five years ago and I thought oh yeah okay well you know I've got nothing else to do but um, I began by putting all my thoughts and exercises onto a website so I taught myself how to create a website through WordPress yeah it started off very basic Um, and then um, it was finessed by a, a designer and then um, when COVID hit, it was like, well, maybe I should be looking at writing that, that book now because people would go to the website for the exercises, but a lot of my clients are 50 plus and still wanted to have something in their hands. So I, um, I Googled self-publishing and of course, as soon as you Google anything, you're out in the world and you get targeted. So I actually found one of your ads on um, Facebook, I'm sure, and um, went along to a webinar and thought, oh my God, you guys are there. This is exactly what I needed to do and um, bit the bullet. And of course, as soon as you sign up, you go, oh my God, oh my God. What have I done? Look. <laughs> but that was exactly what I needed to do because I had a lot of the exercises already on the website yeah. and um, I just had to well, research the theory because there's a lot of theory, a lot of easily, it's put in a very easy to understand way about exercise and um, strength training and balance and posture, all the latest research that I um, hunted for and put down so people understood why they were doing the exercises they were doing. So that was probably the hardest part. And then because I was accountable to you guys, because we had an online retreat in November and you had to have a certain amount done by then, I had to be disciplined and I would, as you say, found two hours probably three or four times a week to come up here in my little um, attic room and write and um, because I'd signed up and because you gave us kind of deadlines I got it done so and then writing the book was probably not the hardest thing the hardest thing was editing it and layout because I had so many photos oh my god I'm sure the designer used to hate getting my email so anyway no, no not at all we've had we have one one book in every 20 or 30 I would say that's very rich with images um and yes it, it is a design um complication if you like or more work if you like time-wise but um those books come out beautiful you know and, um quite visual so no it's you did an amazing job and you followed through you were a great student to have because you just, you know, kind of got, did what we said and the book was out. Like you did a November retreat and what are we in now? Like we're end of June. Yeah. Uh, the book came out a couple of months ago, didn't it? End of March, yeah. End of March. Yeah. So you really had your book in le- uh, four months after your retreat, which is what I say is the average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- image-rich book as well. Oh, yeah. 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 I think the layout for me was the hardest thing, just getting the images in the right spot. And um, just um, because it's, there's lots of bullet points, so they're easy to follow. Um, Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you, you kept me accountable. And if I hadn't found you guys, I'd still be thinking of writing book. So that's, that's the honest truth. I just, I'd still be making excuses. So yeah, so I'm so happy that it's done and out there and yeah, so. Well, congratulations. And you you sell your book on your website as well, like a physical copy. So if people wanted a signed copy, they could get it off your website. Definitely, yeah. yeah. What's the website address? Uh, Physionaroll.com.au. 
So all the, name of this, the name of this live, physiolanarol.com.au. And you've got those foam rollers behind you are ones that you sell on the website as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, again, my clients kind of said, you know, if you want us to do our exercises, my foam roller looks really ugly in my lounge room. Can't you <laughs> kind of make a pretty one? So um, I actually, without even knowing what I was doing, um, got them made in China. Um probably a year or so ago now before COVID actually yeah. and they're covered so they look a little bit more attractive you can sit they them. look like a plant the green one looks yeah. like a plant right? yeah, yeah yeah so um yeah um they're pretty unique I haven't seen anything like it um I just kind of you know asked a few companies how we could make them a little bit more aesthetically pleasing so they're quite firm if you're not used to a firm roller and I find firm rollers are really good for exercises because they really get you you have to work on your balance and your proprioception um, yeah. some people I've got some clients that find the firmness is too much for them um, they just lay a towel over the top yeah. so, that's yeah. what I do to the one with the spikes I put a towel uh, over. Yeah, the spikes. Yeah, the spiking oh. ones. I can't do the spiky ones. So yeah, yeah, I got used to it, but I want to buy myself like um, the one that I have at this house here. So and yeah. put it in front of the TV. Work. I swear to God, it does work because if it's in the cupboard. You're not gonna think about it, but literally, it's in our face, and you go, "Oh, I need a stretch or whatever." But I'm yeah. gonna do starfish because I usually do the, as you say, spinal flossing. Um, but I haven't done like the arms, so I'm going to try that today. <laughs> like, really, really good for your pecs. Yeah, yeah. Your, your body weight and gravity stretches out your neck and your spine and it stretches your hip flexors. So it's just probably the go-to exercise. And if somebody hasn't done it for the first time, the most incredible noises come out. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> so, so how long would you say you need to do that for? Like obviously beginners would do it for a shorter period of time. Oh, 20, 30 seconds. Oh, some okay. people, yeah, some people like are on there and go, oh, can I stay here? So yeah. you wouldn't stay there for, you know, minutes oh. on end. So yeah. Oh. And if you're not used to it, don't stay there for too long. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I know. Uh, my mum tried the spinal flossing and then she tried to do it for three or four minutes and she got up, she got so dizzy, she wasn't used to it. I go, we've got to do a little bit at a time and then build it up. Exactly. I love it. Beautiful. So show us your book one more time, guys. So this particular book, it's a large book, so Fiona can sign it for you if you get it off her website, physionaroll.com.au. And then today for the next 24 hours, it's just $3.99 on Amazon. We'll post those links as soon as we get off. So you can get the interactive version where it takes you to videos and all that sort of stuff. And it, the pictures, are all, the images are also in colour and all that, uh, you know, um, whereas inside the book they're in black and white print. So beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. I've um, found it very insightful. I always learn so much during these interviews. And then, oh, my God, I'm a big action girl. I don't like to, once I learn something, I want to implement it straight away. So um, I think so should you guys listening to this. And, um, and of course, if you're listening to this interview, the recording or in a different platform, we have shared all the bits and pieces that you need how to find Fiona um, and her book. Um, and I wish you every success with it. And, um, and if you're in lockdown anywhere, uh, please do exercise because that is actually what kept me really sane and um you know having some kind of a routine to my days when we did the four months last year uh in the middle of winter which as you say it's like groundhog day every day and it, the endorphins you want the endorphins to fire That's beautiful it. 
Thank you. And I really appreciate your time, Fiona. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. Smash it up. <laughs> Bye, guys.